everyone, welcome back to Soul Organised Style Podcast. I'm Maria Theoharis or Velosos. Let's get started with Socialist Tuesday. Soul Organised Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognises the continuing connection to lands, waters and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. A big sponsor shout out goes to our two podcast friends and sponsors. The Australian Sewing Guild, who has been our Monday Daily Series regular, is now a sponsor of Sew Organised Style Podcast. Go to ozsew.org to check out the online workshops, sew-alongs, skills library and more. Our second sponsor is Tatiana's School of Couture as she launches it online. Go to her website to see her new online sewing classes and patterns. Welcome back to Sew Organised Style Podcast. Today is Socialist Tuesday on the Daily Series. Let's give a warm welcome back to Chloe Reed, the Australian editor, because she's had a well-deserved break. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Maria. Thank you for having me. It's nice to be back. It is. It's lovely to see you again and to catch up on what's happening in Socialist this week. It feels like it's been forever since we've talked, so lots to fill you in on. Shall we start with the vintage blog posts that are coming up? Yep, that's a great place to start. So, as you know, we put out calls every now and again for who we are, which is usually about kind of different people, what they sew, why they sew, how sewing helps them, you know, all of that sort of thing. And it was interesting because two of our editors came up with this idea at the same time, or they both had it in different bits of our Slack channels and came together. So Amanda and Sophie have been running that call out together. Vintage sewing is just fascinating for me because it's not something I've ever done. I think I'm under the impression, though I don't know this, that lots of vintage patterns are in kind of the small size ranges and that I won't easily be able to engage with that. But it's something that is obviously a great passion for quite a lot of people. And you can see the output that they do and the level of detail that they put into it. It's amazing. Yeah, that's right. I feel like people get sort of more obsessed by vintage sewing than they do about almost any other type of sewing. So normally on a Who We Are call out, depending on how specific the thing that we want to talk about is, we might get a single blog post that's got three or four contributors and we ask them just to do like a couple of paragraphs each. Yes. Or we might end up with, you know, two posts or a couple of different posts and maybe one that is a whole post by somebody who is particularly into that, whatever that thing is. For this one, we've had just email after email and um, pings on Instagram and, oh, and I'd like to write about this and I'd like to write about that. We've got people who collect vintage notions and sewing machines. We've got people who just are heavily into sewing, particularly vintage patterns. We've got one of the ones that has already been published in the last couple of weeks from Whitney, who I think is, yes. I think she's Whitney Goose on Instagram. Yep. I found that that particularly interesting because she's clearly really into vintage, but actually mixes it with other stuff, which I thought was a bit more accessible or a bit more, I don't know, it's just a bit different. Often people who sew vintage tend to be like, you know, everything I wear is vintage and that's it. You know, they get really kind of into the, the fidelity of it. And she's kind of blended it into her everyday life. Yeah, which I thought was kind of cool. Like it made me think about whether if I did sew a vintage pattern, where would it fit in my wardrobe as opposed to saying, well, I don't I do not do vintage because I don't want everything to be vintage. Maybe, you know, maybe there's a way 
that I might sow something that that would fit that would fit somewhere. And if our listeners haven't gone to the blog post yet, uh, Whitney has got blue hair. Yeah, she does. <laughs> She's sort of vintage and sort of not vintage. She doesn't have particularly vintage blue hair. She doesn't have that, you know, that kind of purpley blue rinse that people yes. used to yeah. have. She has like bright blue hair, which is very cool. It is. So there's that. So that's, as I said, normally we would get, you know, a post, maybe two from who we are call out. But this, essentially the, the forward posts for the coming week are all part of what, what is essentially a mini series accidentally on vintage sewing. It's something to look forward to. I, th- I think there's, there's so much kind of cohesion in it. It's like another world, you know, because you've got kind of fabrics as well as patterns and styles and things. So there's, yeah, it's like a kind of wonderland. It is, and it'll be good to keep an eye out for all of the blog posts because they're always inspiring. Yeah, even if you're not into it, there's something in finding out how somebody else approaches sewing that's, um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. So that's our vintage mini-series by accident. And then there's a few things I thought I'd talk about this week as well. One is obviously we have our theme month is nearly upon us, and we went for all chests welcome on that one. And I think last time I was here, we talked about Gillian's post that's since come out on why we chose that topic, but also why we chose to phrase it yeah, particularly that way. Making it broader. Yeah. So I think we also came out in the meantime with a post about comments. And I think one of the things that I found pretty odd, actually, about the reaction to that was most people saying, yay, that's great. But a few people saying, you know, it was something along the lines of it being offensive because you know, I have breasts, not a chest or, you know, something like that. And it just, it just kind of sat very oddly with pretty much all of us, I think. Mm. And it makes you think about, I guess, why, why people might find a more inclusive term threatening. Because I get, I fully understand, I guess, why if you use a term that cuts a whole bunch of people out, why that would be upsetting, challenging for the people who've been cut out. Yeah. But I find that, you know, there's a saying, you don't have to burn out, blow out my candle to make yours burn brighter kind of thing. The idea that mm. that somehow including more people diminishes, diminishes in what you're doing, I, that's just a very kind of curious concept to me. And in the main, most of the time, as you said, the comments that can be seen as negative are usually about not being inclusive. But once you have started going down the path of being inclusive, Mm. That needs to be embraced. Yeah, it was just kind of surprising. And then mm. kind of around the same time, we also noticed that on some of our posts about kind of the Black Lives Matter spill on, really, not so much that as Black Makers Matter and the list of the Shut Up and So Safe Spaces to Shop list, that there were, again, some comments that were about, I don't understand why you have to focus in on that as opposed to including me, you know, I'm a white chopper or, you know, whatever it was. Mm. So for us, we what we did was we wrote a post that talked about comments actually particularly. And what we wanted to be clear about in that post was that if somebody's interested in why we have a certain position or wants to learn more about why we have a certain position, then that's like, that's completely welcome. And, and so not assuming that everybody's had the opportunity to understand a particular debate that's going on or a particular position or, or, you know, the thinking behind something is fine. Although with a caveat about just being considerate of others when you when you ask the question, actually. But then that we've got now a very clear policy that says, if we don't think that that's where the, the comment is coming from and if the comment is going to end up hurting people who, who read our site, 
that we're going to essentially warn people and then after that we will block them. And so for us that was about, I guess, kind of living our values and making sure that we were clear about there's a very small space on the internet that is in our hands. Yeah. And that while it is in our hands, that that we want to make sure that people are as respectful of others as they can be while they're in that space. Because when people are putting up stories about their journey, their sewing journey, that's their story and they're offering it yes. freely. And so that needs to be respected. Yeah, it does. And there's something about the internet that makes that makes it easy not to do that, actually. So where people might see something and react, we're just really asking them to to consider what's in their reaction and if they still want to post a comment to ask more about the topic or about our particular position on something that's cool, that we need it to be done in a way that still remains respectful of other people, really. Yeah, and from my perspective, if I was putting something up, I would be glad, more glad to put something up now because you're continuing to make this, to make socialists a safe space to put your story up. The other thing that that strikes me in all of this is just this idea of what's fair and how you kind of decide what's fair. And so as a parent of small people, what, you try to, what you're trying to do is not necessarily fairness of input, right? What you want is fairness of, of outcome. And so if one of your kids learns to read really easily and the other one struggles, as a parent, you don't say, well, I gave you this much reading time with me as a parent. I'm only giving you this much reading time, yeah. regardless of what it is that you need to get to the same position. Mm. And so that's that to me is more fair than saying you have different needs. You come from a different starting place but we're going to treat everybody identically. And so for us, that's why amplifying the voices that aren't heard as much in the sewing community is important because it needs to be deliberate and specific because they aren't heard as much. We're not starting from the same base position. That's right. Yeah. That's very good. So that's where we got to with that. I'm happy to say that when we released the post, that was it was particularly focused on racism in the comments, but we said in the comments, actually, we'll be applying this more broadly, that everybody's comments on the comment post were were actually really supportive they were pleased to have clarity kind of of the Mm. position that we take and that they understood you know exactly what we were trying to do so that was fantastic that's really good to hear and it's great that you've got that from people and they've actually written it rather than just hit the like button yes it takes time to say i really support this or i'm really glad that you're doing this so yeah it is much appreciated definitely yeah well that's great so that's where we are in the world of socialists as we said, heading into theme month and looking forward to some amazing vintage stuff in the meantime. That's really good. And I'm really pleased that the socialist team provide a safe space to put up different views because we're all from the sewing community, so why not share? Yeah, that's exactly it. Great. Thank you again, Chloe, for coming on to Socialist Tuesday on So Organised Style Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's always great to come and talk about socialists. It is. Yeah. You're right. Thanks again, Chloe. No problem. See you next week. Okay. Bye, everyone. So Organised Style Podcast is produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Chloe Reed, the Australian editor of Socialists, sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to So Organised Style Podcast, spelt with an S, not a Z, on Apple, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, CastBox and Libsyn, our podcast distributor. Post any questions or podcast suggestions you have on our podcast Instagram account 
or on our Facebook page. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe everyone.